this morning, and you can tell I, I come ready to get emotional today. I've even brought tissues. And in fact, our stage crew, they're so funny. They said, Pastor James, would you like a box? I'm like, you guys are kidding me, right? I said it in the first service. I feel sometimes when it's time to come to the Word of God, sometimes the weight of heaven just comes upon you and you just break out in a heap and it's just so beautiful. And this morning it's Mission Sunday. And this morning the word and the title of the message is called, you ready? Are you ready this morning? Discovering the love of Christ. We're just going to take a moment. We're just going to discover the love of Christ today. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is. You may be seated. Let's get into the word this morning. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, we can give him a hand. I think it's a good idea. I love Mission Sunday for so many reasons. And the reason why I love it so much is because it's an opportunity for us to take a moment in our life where it's all about me and mine and put a focus on other things. A focus on other things that are not just related to me but other people in our world. And who knows that God wants us to make a difference in the world. Come on, can I hear an amen today? Let's never get to a place where we walk with Jesus And we think it's just about me and mine. It's about God blessing me. It's about God doing things for me. It's about me. It's about my family. It's about my career. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with all of those things. And I want you to understand this morning is that God wants to bless all those things. God does want to bless your family. He does want to bless your business. He does want to bless the work of your hands. Yes, and amen to everything, that every desire that God has placed in your heart. God does want to do something amazing in your life. But you need to understand is that we need to, our Christianity is if it's all based on me and it's all based on the blessings of God that I'm wanting for my life, that leaves us in a place of inequity. It leaves us in a place where things are out of balance. And we, we, our Christianity needs to be one that's balanced. Everyone say balanced. Our walk with Jesus needs to have two components that create balance in our life. The first is receiving. Everyone say receiving. And the next one is giving. You need to have both actioning in your life. When you have both working in your life the way they should be, that's what creates balance. And this morning, we need to understand is that our Christianity is not just about receiving, but it's also about giving. And it's about giving back to the plans and purposes of God. It's about saying yes to God. It's about doing everything that He has called us to do in the name of Jesus. Can I hear an amen today? And maybe you're in this place and that you might be, it might be a challenge about in the giving compartment. And I'm not just talking about giving financially. I'm talking about giving of yourself. I'm talking about giving of your talents. I'm talking about giving maybe a smile or something that God has placed in your life. God has placed gifts. God has placed abilities. God has placed things in your life that are not just for your benefit, but for the benefit of others in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? There is a benefit that is ready to be received by someone else when we say yes to God and we give out of what God has already given us. Or else we get to a place where our life is, our Christianity is not balanced. 
where it's all based on receiving and no action of giving. And can I tell you today, it is a tragedy one day when we get to heaven and then God will say to us, I gave you all of these things. What did you do with the things that I have given you? And because I've given you all these things, they were not just designed to bless you, but were designed to make a difference for the kingdom of God. And someone can come into relationship with him because of the gifts and the abilities that God has placed in our life. Can I hear an amen today? In order to get a complete view and balance in our walk with Christ, we need to, have, we need to understand the reason why God gives. The reason why God blesses. The reason why God moves, this is done. And when we understand, this is done and understood when we walk with Christ, when we listen to Him, we receive from the Holy Spirit as He teaches us in every opportunity and allows us to take what we have learned in the secret place and put into action in our life in Jesus' name. God wants to tell you things in the secret place that are not just for you. Come on, who knows what I'm talking about today? There is things that the Holy Spirit wants to download from heaven that are not just there to make you look cool, but rather they're there to make a difference for the kingdom of God and see people come to know Christ. In fact, let me ask you today, as Christians and followers of Christ, what is your goal? Rhetorical question. Our goal in our relationship with God is to become more like Him. Can I get an amen today? Our goal is to become more like Him. When we spend time with Him and we listen and we obey Him, when we do this, we become more Christ-like. Can I ask you today, is your, one of your, goal, your goal in life, is it to become more like Christ? Now, you might be thinking today, hey, why would, geez, becoming more like God, that's a bit unattainable. I mean, why, how could I even do that? I know my place. I am human. God is God. He's all powerful. I am not. He all he knows all things. I do not. Why would I want to become more like God? Is that even attainable? We want to be more and listen to this. We want to be more like God not because it's a pride thing. Not because it's a status thing. We want to be more like God because we love the Lord. Come on, can I, hear, can I hear an amen today? We want to become more like Christ because of our love for Him. Our love for Christ is what motivates us and drives us to do what we do. And I've often found in my life is if I want to be effective out here, my, my, my effectiveness needs to come from up here, if you know what I'm saying today. Your ability to love God and understand what God is doing and how God has saved you will affect your ability to make a difference in your life and in others in Jesus' name. My Alicia at the moment loves Elsa from Frozen at the moment. So what does she do? She wants her hair to be exactly like Elsa. And for those who don't know, my daughter's got black hair and Elsa's got blonde hair. So that's a bit of a challenge. But she wants to be styled the same. She wants her clothes to be like Elsa. She wants even her Lego to be like Elsa. I don't understand how that's even possible. She even, her actions show where her interests are. What about us? Can I ask you today, what about you? Does your interests and desires, do they, are they shown and they are demonstrated that you want to become more like Christ? With that in mind, the question is, how do I, as a Christian in modern day Australia, how do I become more like 
Christ. Bearing in mind that our walk with Christ needs to be balanced. I have found that if we want to become more like Christ, this is done and demonstrated by the way we give to others. John 3, 16, probably one of the most famous books, uh, sorry, um, verses in the Bible says this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, most times when we read this verse of scripture, we hear this verse of scripture, we associate this scripture with someone coming to know God and having getting saved because of their belief in Jesus Christ. But I want to draw our attention that when we read the Word of God, there is so much depth in every verse and every word in the Word of God. If we take a moment to be students of the Word and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, He will show you things that are relevant and perfect for the season that you're in right now. Can I encourage you with this? And this is a side note, it's not part of the Word. Is that everything that you're facing right now, every answer that you need is found in the Word of God. And what and our job is to is to allow the Holy Spirit to teach us and show us the word so that it can take us deeper. And as we go deeper, we will know and discover things that He wants us to know in Jesus' name. We can associate this scripture with, with people coming to know Christ and believing in Him. But notice this: God so loved the world that He gave. Gave not gave what? Gave, He didn't just give anything. He gave someone that is so precious and so beautiful and of high value to him so that we might have an opportunity to have relationship and spend eternity with God forever. Now let's have a look a little bit closer at this text. If we are wanting to be more like Christ, it's found when we give of ourselves. Let's have a look. Let's look a bit closer. The first few words. For God so loved the world. Notice the way the text is written here. Notice how it is written and the order which Jesus spoke it. For God so loved the world. Jesus is telling us right from the outset that giving and generosity and where it comes from. Giving doesn't come from a motive of being blessed. But rather, blessing is a byproduct of giving. It's a byproduct in, it's a result and a principle that is action in our lives when we do the word of God. But really, in and of itself, giving originally, originality does not come from self-motives, does not come from wanting self-desires, self-gratification, but it comes from a place that is rooted and founded in love. That is why God Whilst I'm sure as a parent, this would have been hard, but rather in another sense was made easy because of the love, because love was the power that drove him to make a decision to send his son to pay the price for you and I. Love is the cornerstone and the foundation of giving. God so loved that he Gave. So what is this? As you listen to the word today, I pray that you will not just hear the word of God, 
That, but rather you would experience the Word of God and the love of Christ touching you in this place to touch your heart so that when you walk out of here, you will know you had an encounter with the living God. And this morning, there are people in this house, you have never had an encounter with the living God. You don't know what God's love feels like. You're not unsure of what his presence feels like. You don't know. Maybe you've never tried. You've never asked the Holy Spirit to touch your heart. But can I ask you today, take a moment and say, Holy Spirit, touch my heart and let me feel your love. Let me feel your presence presence. Take me deeper into your love. Take me deeper into the throne room of grace. Let me know what your love feels like, Lord. Because if you can get to a place where you can discover the love of Christ and you can feel the presence of God and feel the love of God and how much he loves you, that'll cause you to do things that you would not normally do. Think about it. God, I mean, think about this for a second. You are saved because God loved. He did something that he would not have normally done why? Because it was motivated on love for you. In fact, you know what? God does not need us. He doesn't, he does not, um, he does not, you know, uh, need us to hang out with him in eternity. But you know what? He thought of his holiness and he thought of his love and he thought about how because we are sinners that sin cannot be where, 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 where God is. So what did he do? He decided he'd send a remedy in the form of his son to pay the price so that he, with the debt could be paid so that we can now have an opportunity to come into friendship and relationship with the Lord. Some of us, we hear the verse of Scripture, John 3, 16, but I want to take us on a journey, church, where we don't just hear the Word of God, but we experience the Word of God and we experience the love of Christ. Have you ever taken a moment to say, God, how did you feel when you say in your Word that you so loved the world? Because sometimes I think we can take the Word of God a bit flippantly. Oh, that's just a nice word. God so loved the world. No. God so loved you. God's heart was moved for you. He didn't want to have eternity without you. His love for you is, is unimaginable. He knows no bounds. His love for you is so big and so mighty and so powerful that he would send someone that is so precious and so beautiful to gain something of high value. When you can discover the love of Christ and, the, and, and you can feel the love of God in your life, it'll cause you to do things that you would never not normally do. Could it be today that maybe your ability to love people and be generous with what God has given you is founded on your ability to know and understand the love of Christ? You know, today, if you want to be someone, maybe you struggle with generosity. Maybe you struggle with giving to people. Maybe you struggle with giving of your talent, giving of your finance, giving of your time. Maybe for you, that is a challenge that is hard. You, want, you, you, you struggle with it. You like the idea of giving, but you struggle to actually get out and do it. Let me tell you something today. You need to go on a journey and discover the love of Christ and what he has done for you. It's not a pressure thing. It is not a manipulation thing. It's not a sales thing. No, it is when we take a moment and we say, Lord Jesus, you shut the door in your, in your house from away from your wife and your kids or whatever it is that you need to do. Turn off your phone, turn off the television and you say, Holy Spirit, can you show me what the love of God means for me? 
When you can discover what the love of God means for you, it'll cause you to open up your life and give. Giving is not a problem when you know what love means. Some of us, we, we know love as a word. But I want to tell you this morning that the Holy Spirit is in this place and He wants to show you what real love is. That's why before we came to the Word, I just felt in my heart, we had to just take a moment, just raise our hands and just go, God, touch us. As a Christian, we need to have regular time reading the Word, praying, and sometimes we forget this one, taking a moment and allowing the Holy Spirit to download His presence into our hearts and into our minds. Some of us have a head knowledge of the Bible and the Word of God. But can I tell you today, we need to move from this to this. An experience will change your heart. An experience will motivate you. An experience will move you and get you to do things you would not normally do. When you experience the Lord, it changes you. I found in my journey that sometimes I find it hard to give to God and to others. And as I've reflected on that, if I can just be, be really real with you for a moment, most of the time is that when I've failed or I've stopped to give to God and to people, it's normally because it's motivated by fear, motivated by th- th- a thought that maybe if I do give out of my time, of my talent, of my relationships, that maybe, just maybe I will be the loser and it won't work out for me. But you know what the thing, what, what actually helps us in that space is this, is that when we discover the love of God, when we discover the love of Christ, it'll change the way we move. It'll change the way we act. It'll, it, the experience of the love of Christ will change you and take you deeper into his presence and know that everything is going to be okay. 1 John four eighteen says this, There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out all fear because fear involves torment. But those who, whose fears has not been made perfect in love. Maybe this morning as you sit and you hear the word of God, maybe there are some things in your life and maybe you're fearful about a few things. Can I encourage you, no matter where your walk is with the Lord, take a moment when you have a fear, uh, a, a time of fear, maybe there's an anxiety or something you know, bothering you, why don't you take a moment and say, God, I'm just going to take some time aside and I'm going to ask you to show me your love, show me your grace, show me your mercy because where there is God's love, there is security. Come on, listen to me this morning. Where there is God's love, there is security. Because think about it, fear is insecurity. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if it's going to work out, but if you can feel the presence of the Lord and you can take a moment and you can say, God, show me your love, that's what brings freedom. That's what brings, uh, that, that's what brings the ability to step forward and step out in faith. When we discover the love of Christ, that's when it gives us a security to know that everything, yes, everything is going to be okay. An encounter with encounter with Jesus, an encounter with Christ will help you be a better parent. Are there any parents in the room today? Come on. I'm a parent. I want to be a better parent to my children. Maybe you're a business leader. You want to be a better person in that space. Maybe you're a, you're a student 
in a university, you want to be a better student. If you can take a moment and say, Holy Spirit, show me what the love of God means for me. It'll allow you to be a better, better person in Jesus' name. When you experience, listen carefully, and go deeper into his love, you will know security. You will feel the safety in taking action. You will know and feel the scripture, Romans 8, 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Paul was able to say that. Because his security was not found in the things of this world. His security was found in the love of Christ and and his relationship and the depth of his love with the Lord. Can I ask you today, have you gone deeper into the love of the Lord? Because if all you're doing is surface love, yes, Jesus came and died for your sins and you got saved. And that's amazing. I'm telling you, that's where it all begins. But can I encourage you, Christian, maybe you're a vet in the faith. It is time to go deeper into the love of God. Your effectiveness in your world is based on your effectiveness and depth with your love with Christ. There are many things that God wants to do in your life. But in order for you to be more effective out here, it starts by having a greater depth with someone up here. Could it be today, as you're hearing this word, that the Holy Spirit is drawing you to come deeper into a deeper relationship with the Lord? I believe that this morning, this is not just just a word. This is a, a moment where you're going to make a decision to have an encounter with Christ that will change your life. Matthew 25, 34. Jesus speaking. I'm going to share this verse of Scripture. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom of prepared for you from the foundation of the world. I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will say to him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you to drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and then come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you have did it to me. This is Mission Sunday, where we take a moment to make a difference in the world outside these four walls. And the reason why we can make a difference and we give and we offer ourselves to the Lord is because it comes out of an overflow of our depth of love with Christ. This morning, I want to encourage every person in this room and online, go on a journey of discovering the love of Christ. 
Go on that journey. Ask the Lord, God, take me deeper into your love. Show me what it means when you say in your word that you so love the world. Show me what that means, Lord God. Show me what it means that when your son gave sacrificially for me. If you can discover a greater depth of the love of Christ, it'll cause you to do things that you would have never thought possible. Some of the greatest organisations in the world today have started because someone had a deep encounter with the love of Christ. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, who saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. This morning, we're just going to show a quick video on our missions of what we are really as a church are wanting. This is the heartbeat of the house to make a difference in our around the world. And before I ask cue the video, I'm just going to share you a little story. A few weeks ago, we had a chance to catch up with the CEO and the founding director of Mercy International. And this is not a sales pitch. I just want to just... There's a point I'm trying to get across. When you discover and you go depth into the love of Christ, it'll not just affect you, but it'll be plain for all to see. I sat down with this lady and some of our team and we were just chatting. This is an older lady. And as she spoke, I looked into this lady's eyes and I could see the love of the Father through this woman. It was just so clear. And I was reminded about that time when Moses went up to the mountain before he got the Ten Commandments and the Bible said that they had to cover his face because the glory of the Lord shone out and people were blind. You know, when you go depth into the love of Christ, it'll cause you to touch people. 